I play, uh, I live all hockey all my life. Uh, I've been playing hockey since my uh, 16, 17 years old. Um, to do like a short story on the side, I, I started doing CrossFit because I have a car accident that stopped me to play hockey. So at the age of 17, I have a car accident. I have a huge concussion. I've been, I've, uh, I didn't do any sport, any uh, sport hockey uh, or like training for like a year because of, because of my concussion. So after that, um, one of my friends who I was playing with in hockey uh, was doing CrossFit and coaching class of CrossFit. And he just told me, hey, you should come try. You see, it's like, it's not a, not a sport with contacts before your head is good. And uh, you should try to just move a little bit. And I told him, uh, dude, you, you, you remember, I mean, in hockey, I wasn't like, I didn't like to train outside of the, of the heist. <laughs> I was like the guy who was pretty lazy, actually, uh, <laughs> outside of the, of the heist. So, but I tried. And, uh, after my first class, I just signed up to do it like a couple times a week. With the job, and uh, after that, it's been uh, all the all the story from from now. Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer, and I am the Clydesdale. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Ody, Cat Shear love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all forty-plus Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy, active life. We also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with full video on YouTube at the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, as well as all traditional podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Hey guys, just want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, RX Smart Gear. They have been a wonderful partner. Uh, over this last month in supporting our podcast and getting the word out about it uh, and participating on it. Uh, we just want to thank Dave Newman and RX Mark here for everything they've done. Don't forget anything in the store. You can use our discount code Clydesdale 15, all caps to get 15% off everything in the store with the exception of uh, special editions and new releases. That's Clydesdale 15, all caps. Uh, I have been a user of RX Smart Gear jump ropes uh, since 2014. They are the best in the business. I've got friends that are now using their grips and uh, love them immensely. So, hey, now's the time to get it for 15% off. Go check it out at rxsmartgear.com. Uh, Clydesdale 15 for 15% off everything in the store. And now off to this week's episode with Samuel Cornier. Hey, Sam. Hey, hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. Hi, Sam. Good. We got all hooked Hi. up. Well, I'm Scott, Sam, and this is my co-host, Kat. Hello. Nice to meet you guys. Same. And uh, we're, we're really informal. We actually have already hit the record button. So we're just going to have a conversation with you. Um, right. And I'm going to be up front with you. We do a ton of research before we have people on, but you're pretty new to the scene. So there's yep. not a lot out there. So we're going to learn a lot about you today. Okay. No problem. Okay. <laughs> well, to our listeners, we have Samuel Cornier on with us today. And he is one of the most recent top 10 finishers at the CrossFit Games. And so congratulations, Sam, on that. Thank you very much. And so what was, what was this season like? Um, you know, we had COVID. We had... Uh, canceled sanctionals. We had all of that changes in the format to the games, delaying the games, and finally you got to compete. Uh, so what was that like? Uh, yeah, for sure with the COVID, uh, this year was, uh, I think everybody's, it was, it was hard for everybody. Um, personal, personally, me uh, for training this year was, wasn't that bad. I still have able, I, I mean, I was able to train uh, like I was in my gym. 
uh, with full equipment. So, like on the for the training side, it didn't really affect me, uh, if you want. So, but yeah, I think with every sanctional canceled. I mean, the whole season was canceled. So for for us, the athlete was hard to see where. I mean, if the training was working. Uh, because we didn't compete, I had the chance to compete just one time this year at the BM Classic uh, on the last January, uh, and I was like a little bit injured in my knee, so I didn't do great. So personally, it was maybe for me it was maybe harder on my mental than my uh, physical abilities, if you want. Um, so yeah, it was hard for the, with, I mean, with the, for everybody, I think this year, the COVID for sure. Well, Kat and I were actually at the Mayhem Classic. Uh, she was a judge, and I oh, nice. was uh, I was working security. Um, but uh, what what a great event, and what a, what a very different event for CrossFit. How yeah, did you, how did was, you like that? It was uh, the competition was a blast. I mean, it was so awesome. Uh, I mean, everything was on time. Uh, every I mean, every workout was awesome to do. It was hard to do, <laughs> and uh, I mean, we can ask for a better like setup if you want. I mean. With the stands pretty close from us, so we heard like everyone cheering at us. And uh, no, for no, it was it was awesome. Yeah. What did you What did you think of that trail run? That was, I mean, personally, I hate it because uh, I mean, I'm not, I, my running is not the best uh, capacity I have. Um, but the workout, I mean, the event was so nice. I mean, it was probably the workout I loved most to do. I mean, it was bad for me because it was, I mean, another good runner, so it was hard for me. But to do it, it was like, I didn't feel like I was competing. I was just like, oh, my God, where am I going now? I'm, the, I'm in the middle of the wood, and uh, I didn't feel like I was competing. More like running with a bunch of guys, a uh, bunch of people, have fun, and uh, no, it was great. Yeah, it was a unique event for sure. Yep. So, so once the – were you scheduled to do other sanctionals after mayhem? Yep. Uh, my plan was to go back to uh, the French tournament in Paris and to do the Granite Games also in Minnesota. So that was my two other competitions for the year I was uh, planning to. I did um, the Wodapalooza for the last three years. So I was just thinking about the, to do some other competition that I wasn't. Uh, I did the French tournament, I think, like two years or three years ago when it wasn't a sanctional. So I want—I really want to go back to see how different it was. And the, the grinding games I did it in 2017, if I remember well. And I was—I I finished fourth, so I was like, ah, I should give it another, another shot and see if a podium is possible. And uh, so that was my two other competition. Yeah. So, so you prefer to sort of switch up your sanctionals year over year rather than defending your titles? Year over yeah. year, because didn't didn't you win Atlas Games in nineteen? Yeah, I won Atlas Atlas game. I was supposed to do it also this year. Uh, it okay. was canceled. Uh, I mean, it was canceled twelve hours before the heaven. It was uh, yeah. I mean, I was there. I was on place, and it was uh, horrible for everyone. I mean, every competitor was there, and a lot of people from the U.S. came in Canada to to do it also, and they just canceled everything like the night before. So yeah, it was it wasn't fun to be there and. Uh, yeah, so I was planning to do also the other games. Yeah, I forgot. Was uh was Cedric gonna compete in that one as well? Yep. Okay. You guys have a, a friendly rivalry or? Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we we're competing uh, versus each other, but I mean, I have the chance to train with Cedric a couple of times this year, and he's he's a good dude, uh, a good a great competitor. I, I'm sure he's gonna make his way to the, the games probably this year. He's a, he worked hard and he's a good kid. So uh, let's backtrack a little bit. So wh where did you grow up? Um, I grew up in a little city. It's called, uh, in French, it's called Richelieu. So basically, it's probably around like, I don't know, like 500 people in the city. It's pretty small. And uh, it's in, on the, in, the, in the country. Uh, so yeah, I, uh, I'm born there. I live there for my all, my, all my children. I move uh, more like in Montreal, north of Montreal, around uh, 20 to 21 years old for the, for, because I was working before in the construction. And uh, since then, I'm living like now in the north. So if you take, like, example, Montreal, I'm living like in the north, more like a country place. And uh, I'm training, uh, but I'm training in Montreal. <laughs> okay. So when you, when you grew up, was it still in Quebec or? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you, you've always been in Canada and uh, yep. in that French Canadian area of Canada. Yep. Awesome. So what did you do growing up athletically? I play, I live all hockey all my life. Uh, I've been playing hockey since my uh, 16, 17 years old. Um, to do like a short story on the side, I, I started doing CrossFit because I have a car accident that stopped me to play hockey. So at the age of 17, I have a car accident. I have a huge concussion. I've been, I've, uh, I didn't do any sport, any uh, sport hockey uh, or like training for like a year because of, because of my concussion. So after that, um, one of my friends who I was playing with in hockey uh, was doing CrossFit and coaching class of CrossFit. And he just told me, hey, you should come try. You see, it's like, it's not a, not a sport with contacts so for your head is good. And uh, you should try to just move a little bit and I told him uh, dude you, you you remember I mean in hockey I wasn't like I didn't like to train outside of the, of the ice <laughs> I was like the guy who was pretty lazy actually uh, <laughs> outside of the of the ice so but I tried and uh, after my first class I just signed up to do it like a couple times a week with the job and uh, after that it's been uh, all the all the story from, from now. So what, what position did you play in hockey? Uh, play center, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and then, how was that transition when you couldn't play hockey anymore because of the concussions? Um, did was, did you go through any kind of mental issue with that, or? Uh, it's been rough, yeah, because I had the chance to play in Switzerland two times. So my plan was to go in Europe to play like full time and have school uh, in Europe. But when I, with my concussion, I didn't have the chance because my career, if you want, stopped. So after that, yeah, it's been hard because I was like, I never played other sport in hockey before. So I have always been uh, playing like, I mean, I played basketball with friends a couple of times, but every time I was doing sport, it was team uh, sport. So when I've been in CrossFit at the beginning, I was, I, I feel, I, for me, it wasn't feeling like I was training. It was really feel, I was feeling like it was more like a sport. When uh, my friend is playing me, all right, you have to do like, example, uh, 50, 40, 30, 20, 10. Uh, of double under, let's say like toast bar. Uh, for me, it was like, all right, I have to do like this workout, but like the fastest, as fast as I can. So for me, it was like, all right, at the three to one go, you have to go really fast. So it was more like a competition for me, like by myself. So, and when I found CrossFit, I really loved it because it was my first individual sport. So it was a way different for me, a way to um, challenge myself just because if I, I mean, I'm going to explain it. Just when you play hockey or sport team, you can always like, oh yeah, I didn't receive the pass correctly. So it's not my fault. But if I'm not fast enough in CrossFit, it's only my fault. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So for me, that's why uh, uh, for me, CrossFit, I, I love it. And uh, it's helped me to maybe pass from hockey to CrossFit. Yeah, the reason I ask is your email even has the word hockey in it. Yeah, I know everyone <laughs> is telling me. Yeah, I, have to, uh, I mean, I have to change it. But at the same time, everyone, I'm, every time I'm sending my email, everyone is like, dude, you know, you're like, you still have your email from your kid? I'm like, yeah, why? I mean, I love hockey still today. So, yeah, but probably I should change it. <laughs> so, so, who do you root for in the professional level? Where are I'm sorry? Who do you root for in hockey? On the um, professional level, uh, my if you ask me, like my best, my favorite team has always been Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why, but I always love <laughs> Pittsburgh. And uh, probably my when I was a kid, my favorite hockey player was I'll say like Saku Koivu, <laughs> just because he was a center guy. And he was doing his job pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up just outside of Pittsburgh, oh. and so I've been a Penguins fan since I was a little kid. Oh, yeah. uh, from the Mario Lemieux days um, all the way up through now, you know, of course, Sidney Crosby and, yeah, yeah. and those guys. So not for sure. I'm, I'm no. so glad you know something about hockey, Scott, because I figure skated for one year, maybe when I was six, and that's the only ice sport I know about. <laughs> <laughs> so it's nice when we have guests on that play hockey and you can sort of speak to them about it. Cause I'm a dummy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pittsburgh is a big hockey town and uh, we, we love it a lot. Yeah, I'm sure. So, so then you move into CrossFit. 
and you start doing it and it's, and it gives you that competitive mindset. Yeah. When did you know that you could be competitive at a professional level? Um, so basically I started crossing in 2014 and to, from 2014 to 16, I was doing like two to three class a week. I was working full time. So I was doing it to keep myself like in shape a little bit. And after that, one of my, I was training with that at the time with um, Albert Dominique LaRouche. He's been a five-time CrossFit Games athlete. I was training at, at his gym and it's, I don't know how, but it just started some, I was finishing my workout and he, I was doing some extra stuff. Uh, outside of the class with him I've been going to the gym like on Friday night Saturday Sunday with the uh, Albert and some of the other guys from the gym doing extra workout and then after that they just told me yeah you should just try to compete a little bit like just do like a little competi uh, local competition I was like yeah for sure so I try it and uh, after like a year of doing like more workout on the side um, I just started competing a little bit more like in local here and Albert, I, I, I remember Albert told me and, uh, you know, kid, you're, you're good. You should try maybe to push a little bit harder on the training and see how it's go. I was like, all right, go. So I just been, I've been starting like doing a, doing a real, uh, programming for myself. Um, I tried to, to go to regional in 2017 I missed the spot by one spot in the East. I finished like 21 and at the time it was taking the first 20 people. So after that, I told myself, all right, Sam, just give it a shot and see uh, if you can qualify. So I decided to quit my job and uh, to do it full time. The next year in 2018, I qualified to my first regional and my last one because after that, <laughs> regional <Yeah>. was done. <laughs> so yeah, I qualified for my first regional in 2018. I finished 11. And my first time, and uh, after that, they announced that I mean the new season with the open and the sanctional even. So I did the open for the 2019 season without no expectation, and I finished nine worldwide. So I was like, all right. So I just qualify for the games now. <laughs> I have to train harder, and uh, since then, so I'm doing it full time. And uh, yeah, every year I'm just climbing the the stairs. So what? you would have only been about 21 when you made the choice to quit your job, right? Yep. So how did that go over in your family? Um, it's been, it's been a hard road a little bit for sure. Uh, my parents really support me right now. It's uh, I mean, without them, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do it full times since then because uh, I'm not like shy of shy of it, but uh, they helped me financially for sure. Because I mean, I was, for the first two years, I was doing full-time, but I wasn't, I wasn't like professional. I wasn't like getting money from it. So it was, it's been hard. So they really support me. But yeah, at the beginning, um, my dad is a pretty strict uh, dad. So I started working at, at the age of 12. And since then, he teach me uh, working is important in your life. You have to get money to pay your stuff. And I mean, he's been pretty good with me, but it was pretty strict. So when I announced my dad that I'm going to quit my full-time job was getting me pretty good money to do a sport that here like in Quebec is it, it, it not really like uh, considering as a sport you can imagine like his reaction he was like you know yeah you're sure <laughs> and uh, so he's been a little bit bumpy road at the beginning but after that he really support me my mom too and I have a wonderful girlfriend supporting me also and uh, I mean without them it, will, it wouldn't be possible yeah, um, I can imagine um, because, you know, CrossFit isn't mainstream yet. You yeah. know, we're trying to get there and it's, it's hard to explain to someone that it can be a profession. Yeah, and it's hard to explain to some people who don't know CrossFit that CrossFit is actually a sport, not just a training method. It's, it's actually a sport. So, yeah, for sure, some, for, for, for some people, it's harder to understand. Yeah. Sam, do you have, a, do you have your level one? No, I don't have my level. You don't. don't so you've, you're not coaching or anything like that. I'm coaching a couple of times on the side, but I'm not coaching like full times. Yeah, I have to. I have to. I have to get my level one for sure. You should. Yeah, you should. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So for a while, you were hooked up with Deca Comp. Yeah. When when did that happen? Uh, I I've been working with Deca Comp the, in 2018, 19, and after the games last year. 
uh, I mean, more like at the end of December, January, I decided to quit Decacom to go with Mayhem. Um, just because, I mean, I learned a lot with Decacom. And I, I mean, I, working with Michelle helped me a lot uh, through the last years. But at some point, I think as an athlete, you have to, I mean, we're doing a sport where you don't know what you're doing and you have to be every time like, uh, able to do some other like training or workout or stuff so I just told myself that something new will be helping me and uh, when I've been to the Mayhem Classic uh, every workout was like horrible and I was dying in every workout so I just told myself yeah maybe you should try the Mayhem Compete uh, online programming it's probably going to help you a little bit because I wasn't doing before like a lot of GHG toast bar or wall climb I was doing it more like uh, not basic cross workout, but more like I was trying to, to work more on my run and my swim, stuff like that. But uh, I think I'd, I have to build my CrossFit uh, more a little bit. So that's why I choose Mayhem. Okay, so it was just a basic formatting issue with, with DECA that you wanted to try to expand your, your knowledge of, the, of those, of those uh, apparatus. What do you mean? Or, so um, DECA wasn't giving you the, you looked at yourself and said, I need more help in these areas. And DECA yeah. wasn't quite getting you that. So you needed to yeah. switch to another one. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I so mean, do, you, do you like the Mayhem programming? Yeah, I really love it. It's really helped me. I, I mean, for, for me, it's really helped me for this year. And lucky a little bit of luck for me because the game was online this year and was like basically we have like four typical cross workout a little bit like uh, modified by Dave but I mean friendly front was um was good for me I did, and I did great on front uh Dem Diane was a classic cross workout and I did well on, on it and uh awful Annie also so and uh, I think it's because of mayhem because we're doing a lot of crossfit not like just trying to get uh, your fitness uh, eye, but we're doing CrossFit. So I think this is why I did well this year. Uh, oh, go ahead, Kat. I, no, I was just going to say, when did you make the decision to actually go down to Cookville um, for the games? Um, I've been, I, I, when, when is the first time? After I signed up for Mayhem, a couple of months uh, after, I've been invited to do like a train weekend and a train week with Rich and the, and the crew and the team. So I, the guy's calling Jake and he just sent me an email. Hey, we would like to have you here to train the whole week with the, uh, with the team and the, some people here. We have a train with Mitch Weekend also after. You, you, do you, I mean, do you like to come? Because they, they know I was doing the main programming. Mm -hmm. So I, I did, yeah, for sure, I'll come. Uh, I mean, for sure it can be good for me. So I've been there for like a week. And after that, it just we just keep in touch and texting uh, every week. And then... Uh, I was talking with, a little bit with Rich and uh, the other guy, Jake, and Rory also, McCormick, and uh, I just told them I will, I'm going to come down to do my games to have the, the better coaching support and uh, everything like that. So they're, they invite me uh, for sure for the games. And uh, I've been there for, like, for a week and a half before the games, and I stay a little bit after. And I'm planning to go back again and again for the, <laughs> a couple of times this year for sure. Are you looking at houses yet or no? no <laughs> Are you going to move? <laughs> maybe soon. Maybe soon. <laughs> Good. You let us know. We want to scoop that story for sure. All right. <laughs> so the, there's, a more, there's more of a connection with the Mayhem programming than just the programming. You've actually yep. become friends with, with Rich and, and Rory and all those people down there. And, yep. and you're getting more support than just uh, getting sent programming every day. Which, I think which this, yeah, it, because he's because Sam's really good at CrossFit. <laughs> I don't want I don't want everyone to think if I'm, if you're a mayhem athlete that Rich is going to be inviting you for a week to to train with him. You have to be really good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's it's really surprised me at the beginning, and I have to say a huge thank you to everyone there because they're, I mean, they they invite me and they taking care of me like I was one of the family. I'm, I'm just not talking about Rich. I'm talking about like everyone there, like all the crew, all the team who's like working with the Mayhem uh, company, if you want. Everyone is like treat, treating me like I was part of the family and it's making everything way easier and way fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, we, we, have a, we have a running thing here on this show where we talk about, I call it the froning hug. And I just, <laughs> you feel like you're just part of that community as soon yeah, as you step into it. It's very special. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Kat and I always, when we were down there for the classic, like I would have moved there the next day. It just is, it's just a really cool town and the people are amazing. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. It's- so, um, so this is not your first year at the games. You made the games last year. Yep. And those games were the first games with all of the cuts. Yep. So what, what was in your mind when you got there and you heard they were going to cut athletes like after every event? Um, honestly, I didn't really think about it. Uh, just the fact, because in my head, I, was, I wasn't planning that I will qualify for the games in 2019. Uh, it really surprised me. So just, I just told myself, just the fact that I'm here this year, just and try to enjoy it as much as possible. If it's only one workout, I mean, I'll leave it like 100% on the field. And uh, so I was just going there to do my best and try to go as far as I can. Um, and yeah, so I did. I remember I did pretty well on the first day and really bad on the second day. So I just did full workout. But uh, I mean, I remember my first day and I was like, that's a dream. <laughs> you were, were you top 10 after the first event? Yeah. After, after the first day, I was six. Wow. Wow. I think, honestly, yeah, man, I, I think it didn't, it didn't help me for my second day. I think I feel after that, too, not too much pressure, but I was like kind of, way more nervous uh on the second day than my first day just because i watched the leaderboard i was like damn i'm I'm six maybe i can do it uh, so maybe i put too much pressure on my shoulder and maybe this is why i did some rookie mistake after another day too but that this is where you learn and after that you have to grow up with uh with that feel so after that first experience what what was your thought process going into this year were you you because you said you didn't even know you were going to make the games and you yep. finished ninth in the world in the open. So then you're there and you just went and had fun. Now, yep. you know, you have the ability to be there. And when you're there, you finish day one in sixth place. Yeah. So now it's like in your head, like, boy, if I, if I really buckle down and get after this, I could, I could make it a pretty big, um, pretty big jump. So how did you, how did you plan for that next season? Um, I plan after, I mean, uh, we had on the second day, 2019 games, we have the running event and I know my running was the best. And, uh, but that bad, I was like, all right, time, you have to work on it because it's pretty, actually really bad. So my plan was just, I stopped after the game. When I came back, I, I trained a little bit more harder because the open was pretty close. But when the, uh, we done the open after the, uh, the end of October, I refocused more on my running, my swimming kind of like more aerobic uh, capacity stuff it's helped me a little bit not like a lot but it's helped me after that i have to go back to do some crossfit more because uh, just like i explained uh, uh, at the mayhem classic uh, it was so hard because maybe because i didn't do that much crossfit so right now uh, it's still the plan this year to work more on my running because if we, if we take um, my last my, my result from the last weekend uh, games uh, the national NC was pretty hard and for, for me. And, and was it the, the barbell for me? It was hard. It was the running part. So I have to, more, I have to build my capacity uh, on the run. So it's still the goal for this year. You kind of lucked out with the online version, not having a big run in it because of, because of the way it had to be done. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, I'll be honest. Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, uh, I mean, the first workout in 2019 was running leg less and squat snatches, and I finished like eight, I think, on the workout. So, it, and it was running in the workout. Uh, I think this year the awful ID was just, I don't know. I did, for me personally, I was happy with how I did it. Okay, yeah, on the little board is not my best score, but personally, I was happy, but I still have to work more for my capacity under fatigue when I'm running. So, do you, do you have a preference in terms of the, the way the open and these online competitions are organized as opposed to in-person competition? I prefer to be in li- uh, to, to live the competition as, uh, in live. I mean, not, in, not online. I prefer to be on the field with everyone just because you can have um, 
Oh, I can explain it. It's just when you're all the guy on the same field on the same day. I mean, it can be. It, it's fair for everyone. You you are gonna use the same barbell as you're the one before or after you is definitely on the same floor. So I think on the online part, who's helping me also, but it's just you're like in a place that where you can decide when you're doing your, your workout when you're ready. You can warm up probably before. Uh, example when you when when we compete sometimes you have to warm up like 30 minutes before the heaven and they bring you after like to wait like close to the field but if they're snatching like at 185 pounds and you didn't touch a barbell for like 30 minutes it's gonna be hard the first barbell so for some people it's harder uh, like that and some are like and but for me I prefer it like that so it's I mean it's weird, but the online format, I think, is better for me, but I prefer to be on the field. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I know that, yeah. you know, waiting in a corral for 30 minutes can be stressful on some people, but the yeah. live head-to-head action is kind of nice because you, you're in the moment and you can see where everyone is and you know when you have to push or when you can sort of let off. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I remember last year, uh, 2019, the first event, I was on the first workout, me, Travis Mayer, and Jacob Ender, where it's like we were being – to the last barbell, three of us together. So I just pushed way harder on my last seven snatch than if I was like in the gym alone. So that's kind of why I prefer to be on the field. So um, I'm trying to think where I want to go from here. So you got to work out in Rich's barn for the games. Yep. yep. You know, that is like the, the holy grail of CrossFit. And, and you got to work out there. Have you been there prior to this weekend? Uh, I've been there, uh, I mean, uh, it was in, uh, in May. I was there for a week and a half in May. And I've been uh, at the barn a week and a half before the games. So, yeah, it was kind of familiar for me. It wasn't new. Okay. What, yeah. what, what's, is the barn everything that people say it is? About, what well, about like, it's uh, it's a, it's, if you ask me, if, yeah, it's huge. It's huge. It's not like a, <laughs> it's not like a garage, uh, like a garage gym. It's like yeah. a, it's it's huge. Um, that's, I mean, you don't you can ask for better equipment. I mean, everything is. If you need anything, all the equipment is there. Um, yeah, it's kind of the thing that what people think. It's yeah, it's. I mean, it's rich running barn. He's a, he's the goat of CrossFit. So you don't have to be worried to miss like to, to don't have enough barbell of plate. <laughs> And so during the games, you actually had four top 10 finishes in the individual yep. events yep. Um, with really only one bad finish. And that was the thousand meter row. Yeah, <laughs> that row. <laughs> so, so what, how, how bad was the row? Was it as bad as everybody said? Oh, dude, it was bad. I mean, it was so bad. Yeah, it was, uh, I knew before the workout, I mean, when you put a workout like that, you know, you have to put like 30 men and 30 women also, but you have to put 30 men in like in a six to max seven second window. So I, I knew it was going to be like pretty tight. So every pull count and I just did my best. But when I finished my road, my, my road workout and I saw my time, I was like, all right. I just, I, for me, I PR probably my 1K row. But I knew it was going to be bad on the leaderboard because there's some guy who were bigger than me and stronger than me at the road. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I was happy. But at the same time, I knew it was going to be bad for me on the leaderboard. But no, I feel like crap for probably like 15 minutes after that. I was like, just lay down on the floor, try to feel my legs and try to catch my breath. <laughs> did, did they draw a chalk outline of you because you were there so long? Yeah, but I don't know who did it. I mean, I was just on the floor. When I wake up, I'm like, hey, who did this? <laughs> yeah, I saw it on the video after, and it was, it was pretty fun. Did you, um, did you do all the workouts before Haley? Yep. All. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just because um, uh, when I came to the barn, I, I, before I came, I just I, I was talking with Haley, and I asked her if it was okay for her because, I mean, it's her place first. So sure. I just told, yeah, so I told her, I mean, I would love to come to do the games uh, with you. I mean, not with her at the same time, but with you guys at the barn. But uh, if you want me to go first every time, I mean, it's up to you. I'll, I'll let you decide if you want to go first or me first. But you, I mean, she was a boss. I, I was there just because, uh, I mean, what I mean by that is just, um, I let her decide every time. 
if she was willing to go first, I, I let her first go, but I'm, I did all the workout first. Yeah. Well, you, you can maybe take a little credit for her, you know, getting into the top five, right? You helped her out, I'm sure, by showing her, showing her a little uh, bit of pacing and things like that. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I, I maybe remind, remind her to not fall after the, the chest bar and go back to the line. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No, so we had, uh, we, had, uh, we had your judge, Joe, on our podcast last week, um, Joe Cotter, because yeah, we yeah. know him from before. So he had really nice things to say about you and, and said how easy you were to judge. What, oh, was that, yeah. what was that like for you to have sort of the same judge the entire weekend and, and having a chance to go over the workouts in detail prior to? I mean, uh, for me, I've, I've been lucky because Joe uh, did an amazing job this week, uh, last weekend. Uh, he explained me every workout like, in details. He was like super like calm, relaxed. And uh, he was, he, he's such a super guy also. And uh, we actually have some fun because uh, between workout, we were talking a lot and just like hang out. And uh, he made my job way easier this, that weekend for sure. Yeah. Good job. You, meant, you mentioned the calm and relax. So we've heard that um, from some other athletes too, where they say having a judge that's calm and relaxed, as opposed to having a judge that's sort of frazzled, tired, and maybe yeah. um, just confused with, with chaos. Does that, does that make a big difference for you? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, a couple of times, uh, it didn't really happen to me. I can combination. Uh, my judge always been like pretty good, but it just, when you go, like a competition or the games, the judge, who, I mean, you don't, you don't have the chance to talk with the judge really before the workout. I mean, you go on the field, hey, I'm Sam, nice to meet you, all right, just call my reps and let's go. But to have the chance to talk with Joe a little bit before the workout, the day before and during the, work, uh, the weekend, it's made, I think, um, uh, how can I explain it? Just um, the atmosphere, more like uh, – relaxed calm and uh it just it was fun because joe was he wasn't looking nervous sometimes you can have some uh judge who like pretty nervous to not miss everything like a rep or just to make to make sure everything is fine just because we are, we are games athlete but joe was like really like chill out and just cutting my reps and uh he gave me a no rep uh on the burpee in the workout and i just all right I, I i go back and just do another burpee and it was fine yeah he, he did a pretty great job yeah, I, uh, Kat and I are judges as well. And I got to judge in the Rogue Invitational. Um, and I was Saxon Pancheck's judge. And yep. because we did that online format, going over that ahead of time made me as a judge more relaxed. And I think the athlete more relaxed. Um, what was really cool is Saxon had the uh, opportunity to say to me, hey, I want to try this. Will you call it a rep or a no rep? And then we could have that discussion before he ever started. No, so yeah. He, so he'd know, like, should he even try it in the competition? Yeah, I, I, I did the same with Joe. Before every workout, when I was warming up, he was looking at me just to make sure everything was, was fine before we start. Because I, I didn't want to start my workout and, like, just hear Joe, no rep, no rep, no rep. So we did the time every time uh, before the workout. I did, example, in front, I did a couple of thrusters in front of me and he was cutting my rep. All right, good, good. We did the same with the chest bar and we did the same for all weekend and every workout. So that, that way I was like mentally maybe more uh, less stressful to think about my, how I was moving just because we tested before. So I'm doing the same thing in my workout. I know it's good. So I just can keep focusing on my workout. So now that the games are over, you're a top 10 athlete. Yep. How, how did you celebrate being a top 10 athlete? I didn't really celebrate. I have a couple of beers for sure, <laughs> but uh, I didn't. I, I didn't do it. I I didn't do a huge party. I just I enjoyed really with my friend, my girlfriend, my parents also. But I yeah, I just have a couple of beers, a couple of piece of cake also. <laughs> and, uh, did uh, but, did your family and friends come down to Cookville to watch? No, no, they wasn't okay. able because. I mean, they were able to travel, but it just here in Quebec right now, we have a current thing to do before, uh, when we came back from the from traveling. So right now, I still have a five-day quarantine at home to do before I go back to the – but I'm still able to train people uh, outside with uh, my equipment, so it's okay for that. But I'm, I'm right now, I'm, uh, I'm taking a couple of days off of training, just give that buddy the rest before kick off the, season, the 2021 season. 
Yeah, you deserve it. What what does uh, what do you have plans for? I know are any events? Do we know if any events are even happening next year yet? You have your eyes set on some events. Yeah, um, my goal for this year was to go to Dubai, try Dubai Fitness Challenge, but they cancel. And uh, so right now I'm just waiting, like everyone, and to see what's gonna happen. We don't know what the 2021 season is gonna look like. We just know that the Open is going back in uh, February. But we don't know after it's going to be like regional or it's going to be like more sanctional and like the past year. We don't know anything. So we're just kind of uh, waiting. So only thing we can do is focus on training and be ready for I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> so with the top 10 finish, you, you got prize money this year, which is yep. awesome because now you get to prove to your dad that you can make money doing this thing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure I'm sure that like other opportunities may come about because of that. Have you experienced any of the thing like that with companies, maybe have, coming in and sponsoring? Yeah, yeah. Uh, right now, I'm presently um, negotiating with some contract with company. Um, I'm not gonna tell any name for now. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> to totally be, understand. No, yeah, just to be respectful. But uh, no, right now I'm I'm currently uh, negotiating some com- contract for the upcoming season. Yeah. That's so great. yeah, it's probably because of the top ten for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you landed the, you landed this gig, so you're like already <laughs> in the money for being our guests. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to let us know how that sponsorship goes because we'd love to we'd love to celebrate it with you once that happens. All right. Okay. No problem. Yeah. Um. So outside of CrossFit, what do you do just to relax? What gets you? Your, your mind relaxed and back in, in process and um, I'm playing hockey with my friends every once a week on Friday so we're I'm playing with a couple of my friends who's a police officer and fireman it's like a league we have on Friday morning from 9 to 11 in the, so we, I'm playing hockey once a week and uh, not before my games prep so for, we I don't play like in the summer but uh, right now I'm gonna I mean this week I'm playing uh, my first game of this winter season if you want uh so that's my kind of uh activity i'm doing to get out my head of crossfit a little bit um outside of that um i'm a stepfather so i have a little boy to take care of also so i'm probably gonna do some ski this year because he's going to into his third year so probably try to ski a little bit and uh, i'm playing i'm playing guitar also a little bit Oh great! So oh, that's so that's kind of yeah. That's my activity outside the of CrossFit. So how long with, have you uh, been with your girlfriend? It's uh, I know her for a long time now. Uh, I've been with her for like I don't know, and she's she's watching at me right now. So <laughs> <laughs> so you got to get the number right. <laughs> yeah, a couple, couple, couple of years. <laughs> that's funny. A- any plans for the next step? Uh, about what? Uh, into into marriage? Uh, yeah, maybe soon. We're, we're actually trying to move into a house right now. And uh, probably, I mean, we're thinking about maybe having another kid in the, in the next year. We'll see. Depend, you, got a, you got a lot going on. on. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah. yeah. What um, I wanted to ask you about your nutrition because it always fascinates me um, what high level athletes get to eat every day. What does a normal day of eating look like for you? Oh, actually, I'm not the best. Oh, yeah, I have to be. I'm not. I have to. I have to be honest. Um, I start calculating my micros a week ago. Really? Yeah, yeah. So it's a new oh, thing. Wow. I want to focus more on it this year. Uh, so yeah. Uh, before that, I was. I mean, I was eating well. I wasn't like eating at McDonald's. I'm, I was eating well, but I wasn't calculating anything. I was just going with like how I feel. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's probably not the best. I mean, for sure, it's not the best. It's worth for now. But I think if I want to win the game someday, I have to focus more on my nutrition and my recovery for this year, for sure. Did Did someone prompt you to start doing that? Or was that sort of on your own? Uh, a little bit of both. Yeah, I have to talk. Mm-hmm. I talked with the, the guy I named, uh, Jake, who's working with Mayhem. He, we have some conversation before I live here. Uh, I live Cookville. And he told me if you want if uh, if you want to win the games a day, we have to make sure that you're fueling your body enough. 
And so we're going to figure out in the upcoming weeks what's my micro is going to be because now we're just texting. Uh, te we are testing. So, yeah, so I'm not proud of it to say that, but now, yeah, I was eating well, but not calculating anything. No, that's exciting. I mean, the fact that you've come so far and that hasn't been dialed in, you know, that that's just going to give you an extra edge when you do get it dialed in. So, you know, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, thanks. So two years ago, you finished 35th. This year, you finished 10th. Yeah. What, what's the next goal? Podium, baby. All oh, right. yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, always being like a guy who say, uh, you have to set your goal high. And if you're not reach, I mean, my goal this year was top 10. But I'll be honest, after the first day, it's changed to top five. I mean, I was 10, pretty close from top five. And now I told myself, all right, son, let's go. We can make it, try it. So I didn't, I didn't make it, but I still proud of myself and my effort I put in. And uh, I think physically, I'm sure podium is possible next year. Mentally, I have to work a little bit more on my mental toughness, if you want, and uh, my capacity to believe in myself more. But uh, I'm sure with the help of with my with the help of ma'am this year, it's going to be something that I'm, I'm going to be ready for next year. Yeah. They have, a, they have a lot of people that are, that are skilled in all of those areas that, that can help you. So you've got yep. some great resources at your fingertips. Yep. So uh, the games are coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, it seemed like, do you, are, do you have a friendship with Jeffrey Adler? Yeah. 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 Uh, are you rooting for him to, to podium? I'm sure he can make it. I'm sure. Uh, he's Jeff. He's uh, he's a friend of mine. I was really happy for him when he qualified. He did, he, I know he worked as hard as uh, as I work in the gym, so he deserved to be there. I, I saw some comments uh, last week about uh, some people who say like, "Yeah, it's just because he was online and was like all squatting." I was like, "Yeah, maybe the workout was good for him that weekend, but damn, he he worked hard, worked hard, and uh, he he made it." So. He, it's he deserved to be there, and uh, but I'm sure I'm sure he can surprise a lot of people and make that that podium. I just the reason I ask that is at the end of the behind the scenes video for Mayhem, uh, you said that you were just as happy for him making the top five as yep. you were making the top ten. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I want his place. I want to be that top five. But when I, I mean, because me, Jeff, and uh, Alex Caron was texting or uh, the score every, every, after each workout for the whole weekend. So I knew he was pretty close. I knew the Hansel, I mean, he talked about the Hansel the whole weekend. Like, uh, I'm going to lose my spot just because of that Hansel. I just, I remember I told him, dude, you're, you're close. Just, sorry for that word, just shut up and just do your best and give, like, give everything you want and I'm sure it's going to work. And so when they put out the leaderboard, it was five. I was like, kind of jealous but at the same time so happy for him because i know he deserved it so yeah i was happy for him so so in the middle of you competing with the at the crossfit games against jeff you and jeff were communicating yep. via text i love yep. it that's yeah, that's yeah. awesome oh yeah i mean if you were if we were to be like on the field at the games we will know the score like right after because it took right. like 15 minutes and the word is update so we just decide to not tell uh, this, my, my scores, Jeff's score, Alex's score to anybody else, just between three of us, because we're trying to be the best. <laughs> I don't want to tell my score to anybody, but uh, no, so it was kind of uh, fun for us to just talk about it after each workout. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And do you get the opportunity to train with them much? Yeah. Well, yeah. I've, we've been training together like a couple of times this year. We also did the Mayhem qualifier for the team event uh, together. All workout it was kind of for us like a competition just because we didn't have the chance to compete this year so when we decided to sign up for a team i told jeff hey dude we should just do all the workout together and take it like a competition so the better the better guy's gonna win and he and he win <laughs> <laughs> yeah he went he went through where i i beat him into workout he beat me in three workout and uh, but it was kind of fun just every time we every time we train together or compete together is always friendly so it's fun to be with him and he's he's such a good dude so yeah and he has such an engine 
Oh yeah, it's great. I mean, I don't know if I think his trance is more is impressive than his engine. I mean, that guy is like power clean, three fifteen. Like I'm power cleaning like two twenty five. It's crazy. I never see yeah. a guy as powerful as him. So yeah, I'm hoping for one max for him at the game, just to so he can like impress some people and so that people can like say, all right, this kid is. I mean, this kid is good. <laughs> he deserves to be there. Well, those are all the questions I had for you, Sam. I, I just am so thrilled that you jumped on with us and, and answered some questions. I did, like how, I did like how you weren't nervous at all about any of the, the competition stuff, but when we talked about your girlfriend, you got really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's, she's, uh, she's really good from, uh, with me. She's, uh, okay. I'm the luckiest guy to have her because I'm not going to, I'm going to be honest, to live a CrossFit athlete career is pretty hard. And, uh, but she's supporting me a lot, even when I'm pretty mad after a bad day of workout and uh, stuff like that. Yeah. So it's yeah. good to have that support with you. Oh yeah, for sure. If, I mean, uh, support is the, I think for personally is the first thing you need if you want to be good at CrossFit. If you don't have support, you're not going anywhere. You can roll. You, you can go on that road alone because you're gonna you're gonna go really far. Well, I want to wish you good luck on this upcoming season. Uh, we hope we hope to see you on the podium next year. Thanks. Uh, and maybe we'll have you back when that happens. Yep, for sure. Yeah, right, it's been a pleasure th talking with you. Thanks for having me. Oh, my French Canadian accent wasn't that bad. <laughs> it was perfect. Yeah, it's great. Thank you very much. Thanks, Sam. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Take care, guys. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.